and welcome back to Top Shelf Shenanigans. Today we have a very special episode, which I'm very, very excited about. For those of you who have stumbled across this shit show of a podcast, let me explain really quick what Top Shelf Shenanigans is. It is me and my best friend talking about our favorite best friend duo of Nicole Ha and Winona Earp. My name's Janie. My co-host and best friend forever is Kelly. Hey. And now we're not going to do any of that because today is a very special episode where we have a special guest. It's our first guest. I don't know if you guys probably, if you've never listened to our show before, found yourself here because Anne from Why Not, the podcast where one erper introduces the show to another erper, sent you here because she's on the show. So that's our guest, Anne. Holla! Bringing Holla back. Yes. Which is much more functional than bringing sexy back, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. Hala should have never went anywhere. I, why not? I think it's pretty inclusive. Exactly. If you say guys, you might offend someone. I you think say, just Hala. Right. You say y'all, people make fun of you because you're from the South. I say it and I'm not even from the South. Never lived in the South and I it's my go-to. Yeah, I think mostly just I type it. I don't think I actually say y'all. y'all. Because I don't think I can do it with a Midwestern accent. So I think it just sounds superficial. Y'all sounds different with a Midwestern accent. I think I think you can't say y'all out loud unless you're from the South. I born and raised in the Midwest and I say it all the time. You're from the Midwest also? <laughs> yeah, I grew up in Utah. Okay. Yeah, I'm from Wisconsin and so is Casey. So Wisconsin. Wisconsin. I love it. <laughs> and Kelly born and raised in the East. Yes. Well, but so we all at least know what it's like to be cold. Mm-hmm. Fuck the cold. Exactly. I don't miss it at all. Mm-mm. I get asked that all the time because I grew up in Utah and then I lived in Colorado for seven years before I moved out to California. And I get people to ask me all the time if I miss the snow. And I'm like, no. You know, it's it's beautiful because where I live, I can if it's like a chilly, rainy day, I can see the snow on the distant mountains. Mm-hmm. And it's gorgeous way over there. Yeah. Yeah. And that's as close as I really want to get. Yeah. I've got the uh, to the east of me, the I don't know what range it is, but the sequoias and um, all that. Mm-hmm. So they have a mountain range just right up, um, down to the east. So I can see that. And I'm like, OK, good. Stay over there. Yeah. It's gorgeous when you don't have to go outside in it. Yep. I do yes. miss I do miss snow days, though, because, you know, getting a free day off of work because you physically can't drive to work. That, that used to be kind of great. Yeah, I think you guys probably have a little more lake effect than I ever did in Utah because we snow days did not exist in Utah. Kelly, you I, must have had snow days, right? Every once in a while. Not too often, though. I feel like we were always just made to go to school. Yeah, same, same. Oh, really? Yeah, well, yeah, Wisconsin's right on the lake, so we did kind of get kind of slammed. Yeah, that's different where it's like overnight four or five feet where overnight it's like one foot in Utah and they're like, you're fine. Go to school. (laughs) It's like you wake up and you can't open your front door and they're like, oh, right. I guess this is going to slow us down a little bit. (laughs) Right. So I'm Um, your first guest. I was going to ask if I was your first guest. You are our first guest unless you count the cameos from my wife, but I don't. (laughs) Okay. Or your cat. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. (laughs) He's quiet for now. I sent in that question to you guys. I'm like, whose cat is constantly screaming and what are you doing to it? I'm not letting him outside is what I'm doing to it. 
I laugh so hard because you guys avoid it. Like it's just this elephant in the room. Just ignore the cat. Nothing's happening. So used to it. Yeah, it's just like all the time. Yeah. He's he goes outside and he gets in fights and he eats bad cat food and then comes and poops all over the floor. So I'm like, I don't want to deal with that. Well, I think he should have his own Twitter account and more airtime. (laughs) Okay. I'll try to like start squeezing him. Like, you want a cookie? How do you feel about being our first guest? I'm pretty good with it. Um, I feel like, you know, we've been torturing each other on Twitter long enough that, (laughs) you know, it's time to take this this friendship to the next level. I think Mm -hmm. I'm ready for it. No, but it's been super fun because we started interacting. I don't know who made I don't know who made the first move. I'd have to go back and look. Twas me. Was it you? <laughs> yeah, it was That's me. So forward of you. Wow. Which is so not on brand for Are me. Are you like Nicole Hot in this situation? I walked right on into your Twitter and was like, yo, can I get a cappuccino? <laughs> I was like, help me with this messy tap. It's spraying everywhere. <laughs> and then I helped you remove your shirt, which is a little awkward. So We've awkward. known each other for 30 seconds, but... <laughs> Okay, so, well, this was definitely not in the format, but since you brought it up and your jam, which you say a lot, which I think is hilarious, is you and Casey are going through from the beginning of the show and discussing episode by episode everything that happens. Correct. I have been, I don't know, I started watching Winona Earp. It was before, it was before COVID for sure. And it was before, like I had binged all of it. And then the big break came between season three and season four. And then I just kind of got busy with life and forgot about it. So I don't think I was truly an Erper until COVID hit and I rewatched everything. And then I just kept sending Casey stuff. So for months, I've been sending her like video clips of Way Hot. And I'm like, have you watched the show? Why aren't you watching the show? And she would just totally ignore it because she's super busy. She's a very busy person. And I'm like, you didn't watch that video yet? She's like, no, I'm like, just watch the show. And finally, she's texted me out of the blue saying, are there any Winona Earp podcasts? And I'm like, yeah, there's a couple. Why? She's like, how about if I watch the show and then we do a podcast about it? And I'm, I'm a doer. I'm, I'm not patient. I do things very quickly. And I'm like, done. That's all I needed was this tiny window of opportunity. And I like made up some artwork, started formatting everything because we already have another podcast that we do together called Etc, which is now like way on the back burner because we don't like it nearly as much as this one. <laughs> and um, so we're in a hiatus on that one, if that's what you want to call it. Um, so we just started doing this. And so, yeah, so we we watch the show. We've been watching it separately on our own and then once a week we'll record and and talk about it. Okay. So which is a pretty unique experience because I think I know me and Kelly do it to each other all the time where she's like I just started this new show watch it and then I'll ask her questions like is it worth my time because <laughs> though we have the same taste in a lot of things I my parameter for watching a new show is like it's got to meet a lot of different it's got to tick a lot of different boxes but once you finally get your friend to watch something that you like it's fun to like relive it with them and go through your same obsessions or the same things you hate or like or whatever so we get the unique experience of you sharing that with us us which is awesome yeah and it's I have to tell you it's like now that we've started I have all this anxiety about it because I'm like what if we don't get through all the episodes and then it goes off of Netflix because I don't know how long stuff stays on Netflix so we have to get through the first three seasons on Netflix and then also watch the beginning of season four on Hulu so I'm like (laughs) 
everything could get derailed at any moment Ooh. if it gets off Netflix. I mean, I'm sure it will be somewhere else, but right because uh, I didn't well, have the DVDs. Yeah, we'll cross yeah. that bridge when it co- when you come to it. We'll be here for you. I'm sure the Erper community will. You're be gonna here talk for me you. off the ledge before I even get yeah, to it. Yeah, because exactly. I'm that we'll person. I'm like worst case scenario in my head at all times. Oh yeah, I'm 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 the same. I'm more like shit. We're gonna run out of content before <laughs> 4B starts airing. We um, have this moment where it was in the two episodes that we released back to back, which were just like these hot mess episodes where we got derailed and we're all over the place because Casey, we we recorded for like two hours, maybe three, because we were talking for 45 minutes and then it all was not there and it was just a mess. But she started coughing in the middle of it. So I kept, I had to edit out all these like horrible, horrible coughing sounds. And then the sounds weren't matching up. It was, it was a nightmare. Kelly, you do all the editing, right? Yes. I'm sure you can relate. And so uh, yeah. I was up super late because we try to get our, our episodes out like midnight on Thursday. So it's there on Friday morning. And I think it was up until like two in the morning getting it out. So she like then we so then we had this COVID scare with her because in the middle of us like recording, I'm like, you totally have it. You're a goner. Like you're <laughs> so she's joking about this is how you show compassion for me. I'm like, oh no, you totally have it. You need to go get a test. And then for like a week solid afterwards, I'm like, are you still okay? Because then in my head, I'm like, oh great, she has COVID, she's gonna die. And then here, where's the podcast gonna go? Nowhere. It's just gonna be me by myself talking about episodes. <laughs> That's how compassionate I was. I was thinking about the podcast first and foremost. Right. That's funny. I'm sure you could find somebody else, maybe. I don't know. I guess you do have to have a certain level of trust with who you're podcasting with because you especially when you record for a long time you become an idiot right yeah I mean you it depends it's like there are podcasts that stay super formal and just not business-like but they're they're more serious about it and don't get me wrong I take it super seriously but we just at the end of the day we're two adults having fun and so we could be more formal but that's just that doesn't come naturally for us at all so like in the beginning, we weren't going to swear because it's like, well, we could reach a greater audience that way. You know, people wouldn't have to worry about like listening at work or whatnot. And then I was like, that's going to be really hard and I'll have to do way more editing. So just do whatever, say whatever, and we'll go from there. Right. And I think Kelly probably agrees. If we had to be more formal, we wouldn't be doing this still. No, not at all. Because it's just not genuine. And at the end of the day, you just have to be who you are. And it seems forced that way. Exactly. Plus, this is like because me and Kelly usually take a trip every year to hang out and we couldn't do that this year. So this is this has been our like only salvation pretty much. And if I had to be formal with my best friend talking about something we both love, I would hate it. Well, and it probably wouldn't come across as well either. No. And if we if we couldn't say fuck. (laughs) Yeah. Well, at the end of the day, it's what Winona would want. It is. Did you hear that, Kelly? She says it comes across well. That's amazing. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Let me turn the tables. So when this is relatively new for you guys, right? The podcasting? See. So when did you start this? This is your only podcast? Yeah. Yes. Although we have several ideas because we are jackasses that can talk (laughs) about so many things. I think podcasting is like getting a tattoo where... Once you get one tattoo, you want more. And as soon as you start podcasting, it's not enough. You want to do more. Yeah, I I, I have fun. And this is sometimes the only highlight of my week. (laughs) How sad Um, are we all? (laughs) You know, it's not we don't it's kind of out of our control this year. Right. That being said, if this was any other year, this would probably still be the highlight of my week. (laughs) (laughs) So how did you guys come to the, the decision to do a podcast? 
Do you want to answer this or do you want me to? I mean, it was more your idea. So 4-2 aired. What episode is that? I forget. (laughs) No, 4-1 aired. Okay. And Nicole called Winona her best friend. She <laughs> she made it official, right? Right. And me and Kelly have talked a lot actually about it's been obvious they've been best friends for a really long time and we've always loved their dynamic and we see a lot of ourselves in them. So, but I don't know if you know this or not, but I can't contain my emotions sometimes. <laughs> So I was, we were talking about it and I was just having a lot of feelings. And then like, I actually tweeted after it aired something about like having um, Nicole call Winona her best friend was so validating for me. And actually Mel and Kat both liked that tweet. Whoa. Which really sent me into an emotional spiral. Right. uh, Because they've been supportive of their friendship too. And I don't know, we were just talking about it a lot. And I was like, I always say... I could do a TED talk on this. I don't know. I think I was just like, we should totally podcast. Wouldn't it be funny if we started a podcast where we just discussed Nicole and Winona and um, how amazing their friendship is? And she's like, we totally could. And then like, we kind of laugh like, haha, yeah. And then she texted me like 10, 15 minutes later. She's like, so we totally could. It would be easy. And then she's like, start sending me YouTube videos of how she could do it. <laughs> <laughs> We could use Skype. Oh, we could do this. This is the and like within a day we decided that it was something we were gonna try. Kelly, that's totally me. I'm I'll, I'll get an idea in my head and I'm like, if I just YouTube it, I could totally mm-hmm. figure this out. Like I'm pretty sure I could do brain surgery right now because I watched a really good YouTube video on it. Right. Yeah. I'm that type work. of person where it's like you go like a hundred and ten percent at something. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. YouTube university, man. I've learned so many things. Right. So many things. And then, okay, what else did I want to ask you about the podcast? How long have you been watching the show? Like, were you both watching at the same time? Was one of you watching and told the other to watch? I started watching in season one, but I don't, I don't remember when you started watching Janie. Were we watching before we were friends? I know I didn't pick the show up until it uh, season one was already over and done with. I think because it aired in what, 2016? I was living in North Carolina. So whenever I was going through a lot in that year. <laughs> yes, I think <laughs> it was to do like the emotional math to figure out where you were yes. at that point in your life. Uh-huh. And then you have to do the go back and go, OK, well, what year would that have been? Yeah, but we were we were friends. Okay. We became friends in late 2016? I think so. Because you've never lived in the same state together, right? No. Nope. Nope. So you've just always the, had a long distance friendship. Yes. And how's just that working out for you? the state of being human. Good, great. She's my best friend. She's. I've never had a friend that I've connected with like this. That's awesome. Yeah, same. It's funny because we keep in better contact than I do with friends that don't live far from me. That's good that you're able to, like, especially since you're in different time zones. Mm-hmm. Because, well, and you guys are in a huge time zone difference too because you're east coast right kelly yeah so that's three hours yep yeah and casey and i have two hours which sometimes is just challenging enough the way that is but three hours for me is like when i travel to like airplanes to visit people that's my like tipping point is if I, if you're on the east coast i'm less likely to come visit you because it's it ends up being like six hours by plane my limit is like three to four hours in an airplane and mm-hmm. then i'm too stressed out so i'm like hmm Maybe we could yeah. meet in the middle. Yeah, it sucks going coast to coast. And so me and Kelly have actually met 
in different places a few times. A couple times? Wait, maybe I'm delusional. You were living in Colorado for our first trip, and we both flew to the West Coast. Mm -hmm. And then the next two trips, you actually flew to the East Coast. Yeah. Because stuff was going on over here that you wanted to do. Yeah, that's right. So I'm a little more committed. It's fine. I'm used to it. I'm down to fly whenever. I still think you guys should try to go to Herb Division Expo. It's if everything the, is better by yeah, then. Yeah, I honestly am not holding my breath for anything right now, but we definitely we want to go to a con together. It's on our list for that sure. Was supposed to be this year. Yeah, I was. I don't know. I feel I'm signed up for it. That's another one of the things that I was arguing with or pleading with Casey before we even started the podcast, that was another push was that I had signed up for ERP Division Expo by myself. And I was like, come, you know, fly down, we'll have down over, I guess it's over, you know, we'll do a girls weekend, well, it'll, it'll be great, there'll be, you know, tons of like minded people, just like, I don't even watch the show. I'm like, but you'll still have fun, because we'll be together. Like, you know, whenever we're together, it's just ridiculous. So right, let's do that. She's like, "Eh." and then I think it was like a week later, she started watching the show. And then we did the podcast. Here's the thing with that, this fandom, especially the ones that attend the cons, they, um, a lot of them know each other and they always group together. And so, and it's pretty fairly open arms. Like, so even if she hadn't started watching the show, she would have definitely had a good time. Plus there's a lot, a majority of them, I'm guessing are, you know, queer, lesbian, lady folks who have banded together. And I feel like she would just blend right if in if that's her scene, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I said that too. It's like there's gonna be a ton of gay people. So Right. I know that's your jam. Let's go. The people in this fandom are definitely passionate and it's it's surprising actually how involved like me and Kelly talk about it all the time. We never thought we would get any listeners. We never thought we would get anybody interacting with us on Twitter. And it's just kind of blown our mind that we have not only people that interact with us regularly, but they, you know, they call themselves fans and there's people buying stickers and we're like, what the f- what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I It blows my mind. Somebody yesterday bought a whole bunch of stuff from our Redbubble store <laughs> and I texted Casey I'm like did you just buy a bunch of stuff off Redbubble <laughs> because for a while it was just us buying our own junk and she's like no I'm like was it your mom <laughs> and then she texted me back she's like nope nobody in my family bought anything okay so then a real person just bought a whole bunch of stuff I can't believe it yeah, like, yeah. get a life guys no I'm just kidding <laughs> No, I love it. But it's just, yeah, it's weird. I, I think I was saying something to Casey the other day. And it's like, oh, and I re-recorded it because I said, okay, this is a, a question from a fan. I'm like, no, that just sounds too weird. Like, yeah, I don't know. I was like, we have a Twitter question. Although we do have one fan that we joke is our biggest fan just because she was like the first one to kind of interact and reach out. And so we're like, we always call her our biggest fan, which still kind of sounds a little arrogant and weird. But I was just gonna say, it just seems like my head is like, super inflated. So I'm like, uh, let's just call them listeners because I just feel like I'm being too egotistical when I say it's a fan. No, listen, my ego loves it. It needs it. So you're, like you said, this fandom is special and it is kind of its own little corner of the universe and people are into it so passionately, but you were surprised about that. On the flip side, so because you guys cover everything, you cover the episode from beginning to end and you discuss the plots, you discuss the characters, what's going on, every single character, where on the flip side, me and Kelly are even more specific in our own little niche, in our own little corner of the world, is we only talk Nicole and Winona, which, I mean, every now and then we'll discuss other people or 
you know, way hot because it's relevant to the point. So we were even, I think we're even more surprised because our little corner of this fandom is so small that we honestly, I didn't think anybody would listen right. because we don't, we don't talk about way hot. Um, and it's so, I know way hot is the be all and end all of this show for a lot of people so it did kind of surprise me that we talk about a side character that wasn't even originally in the original content and was essentially just written for this show and the main character which is awesome i forgot the point i was gonna make yeah i don't know where you were going no i was actually gonna ask you since that is our little corner of the world uh, Mm -hmm. is winona and nicole i wanted to ask you and i almost said casey she's not here here. she did send a message i'll tell you later okay Um, I wanted to ask if you have a favorite why not moment. Out of all four seasons? Uh Uh-huh. Or if you want Casey to listen to this. I mean, we've been relatively spoiler free, right? I know. It's been so hard. I don't know if I can pick just one. I think, I mean, I definitely love any episode seven. Any. Let me help you. Okay. Your favorite comedic moment and then your favorite like serious moment. Does that help? Okay, well, serious moment is definitely season four, where it's like, it's got to be you, Winona. That's, that's definitely my favorite. I don't know, season four was really good, too, like where they're, where they're zigzagging and like, (laughs) The whiskey gets shot out of her hand and that's not how lesbianing works. I don't like that's a good one, too. But I really like the original in Nedley's office one, too, like where they're just the first time they're sitting down and just chit chatting. Top shelf. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm kind of a purist that way. I mean, there's there's no right answer. There's not. It's when they're with Jan Arden too, (laughs) that one, and they're like running through the snow. And then I listened to an interview where they're talking about how it was like vagina deep snow, and they're just dragging. The handcuffs broke at one point, and I'm just picturing Melanie dragging Cat through the snow. Yeah, that cracks me up. Yeah, I don't know. I'm horrible because I can't. I'm I can't give you solid answers. That's fine. I that answer the question by dancing around the question. Yeah, entirely. I didn't give you questions ahead of time because I was pretty sure I was just going to wing it anyway. Did I do okay? Was that was yeah. that possible? Here's the thing. You said there's no right answers, and that's true, but also you gave the right answer when you said the moment where Nicole was telling her it has to be Winona in season four. So basically, that's the scene I like to call the love confession scene. Yes, absolutely. Because, and I don't know if you've listened to the minisode about that episode I'm but sure I have but my memory is like a me, it is if that were any other movie show if that was the main ship of the show if that was a on again off again relationship of a show and you had that exact kind of dialogue in that exact kind of moment that would be the grand love confession is, where this is the episode that broke you yeah uh n- I was pretty broken already, but this, that Kelly, one sent me. you have me- to do a lot of emotional repair. Uh, yeah, I mean, I should have saved like all the texts I got from that night when that aired. I should have screenshotted everything. Could Let's you imagine see. if you would have done your live reaction to that? How you guys just did one? Which, <laughs> no. She would have just been like sobbing. Are you I the crier know. in this relationship? No. You are. You said it really quiet. <laughs> Kelly, she's a crier, isn't she? I don't really know if either of us are, though. Kelly, see, this reminds me of one of our original interactions on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And I think it took place in the DMs. And Janie was like, oh, my God, are you a murderino? 
<laughs> and I said, yeah. And you're like, why aren't we best friends? And then <laughs> Janie texted or put this text from you on there that was like, also, if Anne's trying to be your best friend, I will fight her. <laughs> Remember that? Yes, I do. See, I don't think we have to worry about Janie. I think you and I are more alike. And I think Janie and Casey are alike because Casey's the crier and she's the nice one. Yeah, the, the sweetheart of your podcast. Yeah, she's like the fan favorite, right. whatever. Yeah. I am okay. I'm not a fan favorite by any means. Do um, you have a nemesis? Because I do. And but you brought that not on yet. I don't think so. And I don't cry. I just express emotions a lot, okay? That sounds like something a crier would say. I didn't do this to be ganged up on by (laughs) bullies. You know what she really likes? She loves to be called a lawful good. Oh, no. I'll have to write that down. Save that. Save she that is. Again. She's about to probably send me a gif of the middle finger. I'm gonna hear like the keyboard typing away, <laughs> where it's just like her back chatting with you. Okay, so I had some questions for you guys, and I think I yeah, let's stop bullying Janie and move on to the business. <laughs> no, we still have room for that. No. Um, okay, so <laughs> talking about fandom and. I don't know. You just said something. You, you said sh- something about the ships. So I had to introduce Casey to what a ship was, which just came out even better than I had hoped because I thought she might be a little clueless, but she was even more in the dark than I thought, which provided for some really good content. But and then I thought, how much do I even know about some of these things? Because when I'm listening to you guys, you'll use terms that I'm not always familiar with. And I think that's what led me to go looking for some answers. And Janie, you write fanfic, right? Uh, I, I dabble. Is this public knowledge? No, it's public knowledge that I don't like. I don't like to boast myself. But yes, I do. Okay. Kelly, do you write fanfic? No. Do you read it? occasionally but not often she reads mine sometimes actually there's about two stories at least of mine that she hasn't read i know i'm such a bad fucking friend (laughs) no it's fine i don't want you to correct my grammar sometimes it's easier for people not close to you to like i don't I don't even tell a lot of people I'm close with about this podcast because they don't, don't watch the show. Yeah. And it's like, I don't, guess I just don't want to be judged by something that I like so much. Like, yeah. I don't want like, what if they hate it? Like, I just feel this personal connection to it for some reason, which I, is so dorky. But when it's like, what if they hate it? It's I don't know. a lot easier to connect and put put yourself out there to strangers because they're looking for that content than it is to force content that people aren't in your life that people aren't aware of. Right. And you have that shared that shared interest. Like people aren't going to come to this podcast unless they're already interested in Winona Earp. So they're going to like something about it for the most part. But anyway, back to fanfic. I guess my first question is because I haven't read any and I um, have you read any in general? No, ever. Ever. I don't think so. No. Well, I haven't really been like a fan of anything other than this. I guess my first question is, is it basically just porn? A lot of it is written to fill in the gaps of what doesn't happen on the show. And what doesn't happen on the show is sex for a lot for not just this show, but a lot of shows people, especially if it's building a relationship and, you know, there's a lot of context on the show or there's a lot of angst or whatever, and they never just get together. People just like to fill in that gap. That being said, with 
Wei Ha, who has had sex on the show very ferociously and vividly. Before that, there was a lot of, there is a lot of sex, I guess. There's no, there's no sugarcoating it. It's it. a lot of sex. It's, it's just porn and erotica, isn't it? It's not just. But that, you're right. Just is a very exclusionary term. Because I... Like 90%? I would say 90% of fix includes some sort of sex scene. Okay. For like... Nothing wrong with that. No, no, no. We're not saying there's something... For me personally, when I was younger and I wrote for different fandoms, I felt comfortable writing that kind of stuff. Now, I don't feel comfortable. I don't know what it is, what changed, but I will what's called fade to black. Oh, what is that? I don't even know that word. What does that mean? So just like in TV, when two characters start making out and a shirt comes off and it fades to black and cuts to the next scene. Oh, okay. So you'll you'll just drop it off. Yeah, you get the lead up. The kiss happens. I'm not uncomfortable writing kissing or even like undressing. But for whatever reason, I don't feel my stories in particular need the details of the actual sexual acts to happen. So I'll again just be like they spent the night in each other's arms or whatever and then fade to black, cut to the next scene. Okay, so wow, fade to black. I wasn't even ready for that. That wasn't even on my notes. Okay, (laughs) canon. What is it? Did you say canon? Yes. Okay. Canon means official. So it's actually happened or is happening on the show, movie, whatever it is. So like way hot is canon, right? It was written into the script. That relationship is official. Mm -hmm. Anything you see on camera is canon. Yeah. Like Winona drives a truck. That's canon. Oh, so it's not even just about a relationship. No, it's like anything that happens on the show that, you know, they they killed Bolshar. He's dead. So that's canon. Nicole hates khakis. That's canon. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Basically, the source content. What you see is what you get. That okay. is canon. No that arguing that. So then what is fanon? Okay. It's going to get a little confusing. I'm here for okay. it. I'm here to clarify. So fanon is canon, but for fanfic only. It's an idea or a concept that's used in most fics, but they don't actually exist in the real like canon of the TV show. And to expand on that, it's not just always um, in fic only. If there's a wide belief throughout most yeah. of the fandom that something is true, even though it's never happened on camera, but the entire fandom agrees that it's real, it's fanon. So it's just like a strong belief that yes. someone has that like something is true, even so, if we haven't seen that it's right. true. Here's here's the best example I could come up with, and it's really, really widely believed throughout the fandom. Even Mel herself has used this term, but it's not ever been confirmed on the show by Nona. Okay, because like her interactions with Rosita. Mm-hmm. Jokes okay. she's made in season one when she goes down and is like... Ooh. She goes down. I know, <laughs> right? <laughs> Sorry. She's trying to convince, she's trying to go down and I like, I missed the, that episode. Where did that <laughs> The maintenance workers, she's going to oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's use like, her hey. boobs to distract them. And she's yeah. like, what, whatever. And they um, turn around like, to be two older women. And she's like, right. oh, that's not your thing. Okay. Even better, her calling, um, you know, women sexy or cute or when she's wrestling with Eliza and she's like, oh, you've got good taste in underwear. You should see what I can do naked. Just kind of subtext. I can totally get behind that one. I I agree. Even though it has never been explicitly stated on the show that Winona is interested in women or have been with women, there's just a wide belief that she is by. Well, that's funny, too, because even Casey thought 
in these early, you know, we're only nine episodes in, she thought that Winona and Hot were a romantic possibility. Which I love, and I want to discuss that with her once <laughs> it's completely caught up. I know, and I, I like, I only see them as best friends, and I was like, really? I'm, just, I'm so way hot. Okay, headcanon. So that's kind of your own personal belief. So it's something that has never been mentioned or is used in the universe or story, but it makes sense to you. Based on context clues again or personality traits. So as far as headcanon goes, it can be anything basic. Like I strongly believe Nicole's favorite color is green. And gotcha. that is, you live and die by that. Like that is a character trait. <laughs> possesses in your head right and you may not even have anything to back it up it's just what you believe it's just Mm -hmm. her personality makes me believe that so it can be something basic like that to something more in depth like so for example i thought of i mean as a writer i have a lot of head cannons (laughs) that i repeat in in my writings apparently but i thought of two kind of examples for me in my head in my head canon nicole she's so precious and she's so patient and she's so good and everybody loves her but she's not perfect and she has flaws obviously she in my head has the potential to escalate to like violent rage and i'm not saying she's you know a violent person this and that but like her patience is so thick you know like it takes a lot to piss her off but when she does she's like a loose cannon once she snaps it's like the bully in the christmas story where she jumps on top of him and just it's blind rage she's just beating the shit out of this person not even realizing what she's doing yeah that's just i don't know why i just believe that she has that ability in my own head and then another one for Winona for whatever reason I believe she is such a clothes stealer and she does it on purpose like she knows and she does it mostly to Nicole because she loves to pick on Nicole she knows like Nicole's favorite hoodie and so she'll steal it and then watch Nicole walk around frantically looking for it and then as soon as Nicole leaves she'll go put it on and then sit on the couch and wait for her and then be like what this is mine and she'll never give it back I really thought you were talking about shoplifting at first. I know. I was like, wow. And I was like, that's hilarious. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, like, she takes it and just hides it and, like, never wears it. Just to see Nicole, like, constantly look for something and think that she's going crazy. Anytime she can make Nicole think she's going crazy. Oh, exactly. Okay, so trope. That's an overused plot device. Yeah. It's Give me an com- example in the show. Okay, so a common plot device, a trope that they used directly from the show is the, now I'm using air quotes around the word straight, okay. because we all assumed Waverly's uh, identity was straight. Straight girl is in a relationship, then meets a lesbian who makes her realize she's queer. Okay. Other, so that's directly from the show, obviously. Other sort of really, really popular tropes are things like two characters forced to share one bed. Another one that people claim is from the show, even though I strongly disagree, is enemies to best friends. And they like to use that for Winona and Nicole. Hmm. I don't think they were ever enemies. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I think they just both have really hard time portraying their emotions. Like yeah, Winona's a hot mess. So I don't know. That's a subject for another time. Yeah. So like would would like a love triangle be a trope? So like Dolls, oh, yeah. Doc, and Winona, is that a trope? Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. That one makes sense then. And then I think my, now I have one more question that came up. So is, 
is why not Fanon? Romantically? Yeah. Or best, because it's canon that they're best friends. Right. I don't think why not qualifies as Fanon because there is a huge part of the fandom that doesn't see a romantic potential. Is there another term for something like that? Head canon or it's just a ship. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, there's people that ship. See, because with shipping, you get just the freedom to put two characters together that you like for whatever reason. And it doesn't have to be within the bounds and laws of fanon, headcanon, or canon. It's just, I like these two people and I want them together. You ship it. Yeah, I ship it. You, you boat it. I do. I Yeah, I boat it. I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I yacht that motherfucker. <laughs> It's a little ship. You just can do it. Right. It's just a tugboat. Whatever. Okay. Explain the fourth wall. Okay. This one's a little more lengthy. The fourth wall is the line between the story and then reality. So when a character in a story tells the reader or the person watching in some way that they know that they're a character in a story, it's called breaking the fourth wall. Like if you've ever seen the movie Deadpool, I don't know if you've... um, So Deadpool like talks to the audience that's breaking the fourth wall so narrating kind of but it's like in the scene while he's doing other stuff and he'll like turn to the camera and like talk to you for example so in season two when waverly is breaking into the bbd thing with her british accent mm-hmm. and nicole says that is the worst british accent i've ever heard um, it's okay. a bit of a fourth wall break because dom really that was dom's real accent and we all know it yes Okay. Um, so basically, it's oh, that's a it, really good example. It could be. be thanks. I I thought really really hard about <laughs> it. It could be, you know, like Kelly said, they're looking directly at the camera or at the audience and just shattering that illusion mm-hmm. of reality versus make believe. But it can also be little thrown in things like that. Mm, okay. um, for another another example, I had is I hate this the daddy jokes mm-hmm. with Nicole. Right. It's not canon that Waverly calls Nicole daddy. It is fanon that Waverly calls Nicole daddy. So the writers of the show took that knowledge and integrated it into the show. And by Purely having the fan yes. of that mind space. Yes. that has uh-huh. been. Because you have that line where Winona goes, oh, you really are daddy. That's referencing nothing that's actually happened in the show. Right. But it's reaching out past that fourth wall saying, haha, we see you. It's a joke. We're going to ingrain it into the show. Gotcha. And then I had one more. It's not really a fourth wall break. It's kind of more of a reality mixed with fantasy. But when they included Mel's pregnancy into season two. Yeah, I can see where that would be of that avenue. Yeah. So basically, it's any time. Reality and reality and and the show content kind of mixes. So I guess my question would be because you're ride or die way hot and on our show we've definitely pointed out that they do have communication problems so I guess is that something you've noticed too or is that just us being super cynical I mean we're my memory is horrible so I have unless I just watched it I probably can't recall but for sure we see the beginning of it with way hot outside the sheriff's station where they're on two completely different angles of what they're talking about so I think that's really the birth of it where we see they're both really passionate about two different conversations and they're not talking about the same thing and even in the squad car they're not really they're talking but they're not exactly on the same page like you have nicole saying like you know think you've just dated too many shitheads and then you have waverly saying we're not dating 
It's like, what part of what she just said makes you think she thinks you're dating? Yeah. And I think some of that is just that that assumed naivete that Waverly has. Mm -hmm. She's so book smart, but she's so naive about so many other things. Yeah. Well, she doesn't have a lot of life experience. She's been in purgatory her whole life. She's been in purgatory and she's been with a dipshit guy. And then, you know, she, we don't even really know what her, her relationships with females have been like because Winona has been absent for a long time. Right. And we don't know, have, have they had phone calls? Have they pen paled each other? We don't know. So she's really just been around Gus and Gus just doesn't seem like the most like nurturing. nurturing person in the world. She seems, I mean, I would have pegged Gus for a lesbian if you would ask me. She's just really kind of gruff. Not that's all lesbians. It's horrible. I mean, pigeonhole, but you know what I mean? She's just like, Gus is like yeah. hard nosed. I would yeah. not get into a fist fight with Gus. Oh no. She probably, she probably kill you with her bare hands. I mean, I almost feel like, what's the uncle's name? Curtis. I almost feel like he was more nurturing with mm-hmm. Waverly than Gus was. I feel like he definitely was the nurturer because, I mean, he also, he was, from what you gather, I think he's the one that was soft for Winona a little. I mean, he left her his motorcycle. Right. He supported her even though she was a mess up. And then he really believed in Waverly by leaving her the skull and he paid for her schooling and stuff like that. Right. And then when you hear Gus talk, like the way she talks to Winona is just like, oh, you're you're a hot mess. Get out of town. All you do is destroy things. Right. You're not the most compassionate person. Makes me wonder what her first initial thought was when she heard Winona was pregnant and now that she has to take on Alice. I know. It's like the show goes so fast. There's so many things that you wish would have been explored more. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's this season an interview Emily said where they're getting back to more of the story, uh-huh. you know, because we've had so much like high stakes drama and revenant fighting and supernatural stuff that some of that backstory has hasn't really been happening. Mm-hmm. Where in the beginning you you had all that build up where you had to learn about about the herbs and the curse and all the characters and now that the characters are established we kind of haven't really heard a lot of those backstories. Right. So I'm wondering if they'll get back to some of that. They definitely, I think they need to do a deep dive into some of these people and their backstories or, you know, where they're coming from and their traumas. They all need to go to therapy for their trauma. That's for sure. Okay, here's what we do. We go, we get our therapy degrees and then we open shop in purgatory. We would make a killing. Great, let's do it. I'm down. Could you imagine being the like one therapist in that town? No, you you would need so much therapy. (laughs) They might make a lot of money though. Right? Yeah. And Um, does nobody else want to know how much the check was for that Gus gave Waverly? It was probably like 10 grand at least. Because she said now you can start your life. Like you don't have to worry about it, right? Right. It's life starting money. What are we talking? Thousand? 10 grand. 10 grand. Is that life starting? I mean. Did she expect her to start her life in purgatory or somewhere else? Right? Because. That would make a difference. California cost of living is probably different than purgatory. I'm just. I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's so funny because you guys on your show have gone through the whole is the Ghost River Triangle a city? Is Purgatory a big city? <laughs> Where's the clubs? Where's It's never really been super explained, but from what I can gather, Purgatory is a small town in the county of, of Pennsylvania. Of <laughs> <laughs> Of the Ghost River Triangle, which includes several other small towns as well as a big city. I don't know why Casey can't wrap her head around that. Did she know how counties work? 
she says she does, but I'm really not sure. I think too, that's the benefit of of watching a show with your best friend and talking about it with your best friend is that there are no rules and you can pick apart a show without like, we're never saying the show sucks, obviously. And we're never saying that the writing should have been one way, not the other. But it's just fun to see what catches her eye versus what catches mm-hmm. my eye. Like I'm obsessed with the Twizzlers aspect of this whole show. And that's why I sent you guys Twizzlers. And because- I already ate those. They're gone. <laughs> Like they're gonna think I'm so weird. They're gonna be like, "Why is she sending us to a No, bed? that was so nice. Yeah, your yours is not gonna be as nice. No worries, no expectation. Kelly's <laughs> um, not nice because now I'm just obsessed with like finding all the references to Twizzlers in the show. This is a question for both of you: Who's your favorite character? Nicole. Why Nona? <laughs> okay, not Rosita. She would be my if, if you'd ask me who's your favorite character. That's not a main character. Okay. It would be Rosita. Who's yours? I have a really hard time because I think it depends on my mood. Because, I mean, I'm hardcore the Holy Trinity, which is, you know, Winona, Nicole, and Waverly. For different reasons. Like, they're different things that I I like about them the most. But it would probably be between Nicole and Winona. Yeah, but then again, you can't forget about Waverly. I feel like I'm cheating on one of them if I just pick one of them. You you aren't. We won't tell them. (laughs) Did you know it's... Tamara Duarte's birthday today, I was just going to say that. Yes, I did. Yeah, you should probably it's send her a queen's card. Birthday. And I think my favorite non-character would definitely be um, Mercedes or Portia. Another good choice, yeah. She's so good. I love her. I love Danny Kind. I think she's hilarious. She is so funny. I just hope she just keeps... like She's been three different characters on the show, right? Right. Mm-hmm. I forget about the first one where she was... What character was she when she was like in that coat? She's still Mercedes then? She was pre-Widow's Mercedes. Yes. And then she was Widow Mercedes. And then now she's post... She's a different Mercedes now, for sure. Pancake is disagreeing and saying no clearly in the background. Yeah. No! I had a question for you. Yeah. So you said Nicole and Winona are your two favorite characters, mm-hmm. right? And you've listened to, have you listened to all of our podcasts? I don't think so because I jump around. Oh, okay. Well, for what you have listened to, have you learned anything new about their relationship? Nicole and Winona? Mm-hmm. I think it's made me think about it differently. Yes. I don't know. I don't have know that. Have you noticed anything new or? I didn't realize that they had never high-fived. No? No. I think it that was just, but now that I... I see it. I can't unsee it. And it's driving me a little crazy, but in a good way, because I think it's hilarious that Nicole, I feel like Nicole is just really fucking with her. And <laughs> I totally can get behind that. Well, that's Winona's, I would do. Yeah. Winona's so annoying to her all the time that this is like the one thing she can do to Winona to bug her. Well, just like literally having the upper hand. Yeah. I love it's it. It's like, I know it's, first of all, it's so, when you go to give someone a high five and they don't high five you back and they just leave you hanging, it's so embarrassing. It's Rude. embarrassing if you go for a high five and you miss, let alone just completely being denied. Mm-hmm. So the fact that that keeps happening, I think it's pretty funny. I think it's funny that Winona keeps trying. Yeah. And what think- will she do when she finally gets that? reciprocated listen it's gonna make her day she might actually kiss nicole but are you gonna be okay me no kelly are you prepared for that that's gonna be a big mess to clean up yeah i've been preparing she's 
Okay, let's listen. She's already cleaned up my biggest mess with the whole love confession scene. I wasn't <laughs> expecting the tenderness in season four. Oh, I love it so them. much. But I still, I still hope we see, I hope they're not done with the whole, like, trauma situation with Nicole. I hope mm-hmm. that she's still a bit of a mess. Like, right. where, where did we leave off? Do we end on six? Yeah. Okay, so seven's going to be like a fun buddy Maybe. cop kind of situation. Maybe. the I think they said that it might not be what we expect in episode seven. I thought I just saw something with Kat say in an interview where she talks a lot about seven. It sounds like the whole cast is in it a lot. But it Mm -hmm. sounds like there are some good Winona and Nicole situations. Yeah, for sure. I want some more Nicole backstory, like more concrete of her backstory. And I want her to have that trauma still hanging around, like you said. Like, it needs to happen. Like, Nicole as a character has grown so much already. And we have seen her become from just the love interest of Waverly into an actual integral part of the team. But I still am craving that, like source material like where did she come from how was her relationship with her parents how was her childhood you know right I mean I still have questions about her being the survivor of the massacre oh yeah now we need more backstory we need so much more backstory there's so much action how do you do that and still have all the action you know what I mean that's when you the episodes start to be less about the entire group and more about a singular character and you interweave back okay, which with characters them. could you do without entirely <laughs> this is a great question <laughs> currently or in the past either or willa i fucking hate willa oh, she's coming up in this next episode too Ew. Total, you're in a cult call your dad situation happening it, yes it is i think casey's gonna freak out she's gonna love it I don't like Willa. I think she was just a snarky bitch. And a, she was a spoiled brat. Did she brat. really add anything to the story? I feel like they could have still had that entire plot line without her. I f- didn't she occupy like three big episodes or something? Yeah, but I feel like, we could have I, feel like I feel like Bobo could have just done that stuff. Been obsessed with Willa and how he loved her. Yeah. So weird. I don't know. Like, like one and done would have been fine. Champ was kind of unnecessary, too. Yeah, but then we wouldn't have had that whole, like, awakening moment with Waverly. The gay awakening. I don't even know that they knew then. Yeah, no, they didn't. They didn't initially write Nicole. That's the thing I love. I have a habit of clinging to the characters that were not originally intended to stay on the show. That They were so good that the writers wrote a part for them extending past their two or three episode arc. The fact that she wasn't even put on the like the titles, the opening titles, the credits as a regular until much later died. Yeah. Yeah. It's the whole underdog thing. And that her performance just, it's almost like she so solidified herself in like, yeah, good luck getting rid of me. Even though that's not what she says happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that. So what's I, a character you could have done without? Are we all agreeing it's Willa? It's no, I, you know, Dolls never, like, I don't, I never really cared for Dolls. Here's the thing. I didn't hate him. Yeah, I didn't hate him. The show doesn't lack without I wasn't sad when he left. I mean, I was sad because Winona was sad and everyone else was sad, but I I never was rooting for them to get together. I never wanted that love (laughs) angle to go. And I think Casey wants that. I know. Well, the fact that he's left the show and the quality of the show has not diminished. Oh, God, now Casey definitely can't listen to this. 
this episode. Oh, yeah. That's fine. She wasn't expecting to. I think it goes to show that Dolls could have been a character we didn't need. I mean, I, I think we need him as far as, like, he brings black badge to the yard but does a milkshake come with it yeah exactly i'm glad you picked up what i was putting down <laughs> that i was gonna be lost but i don't think like the potential love interest ever needed to be there like the little glances and the like yeah. it seems like they were trying too hard to make it happen and it just never was gonna happen it was very forced right didn't it feel forced it yeah, does i it's thought like- so yeah, it was like always going to be Doc. Like a flip switches in him and he's like suddenly flirty and googly eyed when just the episode before he was a fucking dick to her. Well, and he goes back and forth, too. And I don't right. know if that's part of his reptilian brain or whatever, but it just seems like he's very unstable in his head that he can go back and forth so easily. Yeah, I didn't hate dolls, but I don't miss him per se. No, I don't. Same. He was a very mean. neutral character for me. Yeah. I don't even know if I need a happy ever after for Doc and Winona. Like normally I love, I like my stories wrapped up really nice and tight and I like a beginning and I like an end. I hate movies and shows that leave this interpretation up to the audience. I can't stand it. And my partner loves it. And I can't, I'm like, no, I need a part two. I need to know how this ended, but I don't need that with, with Doc and Winona. I'm okay that- with them being like, you know that they are always going to love each other and there's never going to be anyone else for them. But I don't need them to like get married and buy a condo. I don't need any of that. Well, I don't think that would ever even happen because I feel like it would be so out of character because they're both so broken in their own way. They've got so much else going on that they don't have time to commit to actually working on a functioning relationship like that. And that's fine because it works for both of them that way. Yeah, that's so, what I mean. It's like they, it's very believable. And you, yeah, there's, there's no love lost in that relationship by having it not able to just meet in the middle at all times. I don't think it, it, they're not going to get a happy ending it's always gonna be them going back and forth or them and the the, the fact of the matter is, is it's, it's fine it, it works for them as characters because neither one of them is like it's not the story where the woman fixes the man and turns him around or you know whatever the case may be it, that's not the story they're aiming to tell and that's fine I honestly don't think anybody needs to be getting married on this show but I I don't know I'm such a hopeless romantic but at the same time I'm just like uh weddings that <laughs> I don't know maybe I'm jaded I don't know when that when the scene opener with the where they were in all black and we thought it was a wedding in the beginning uh-huh. I was pretty excited about that I was well I mean I was pretty sure it was a dream so I didn't you were it. yeah cold for like a good two minutes honestly that scene made me cold <laughs> they're cold in some physically sheer dra- oh, she's yes. always cold Emotionally. Yes, I well, yeah, <laughs> always emotionally, but physically it made me cold because what uh, Winona's wearing and then it's like snowy outside. I just like was imagining ha- having that little bit of material on my body and being out in the cold, and it's like all I could focus on. Yeah, I don't know how they do it. Me either. And how is everything not like wet all the time? Like right. I should they're, imagine they're shoes. Shouldn't... Yeah, they're, they're in these long dresses dragging through the snow. It just seems like a mess. Yeah, they. So, deserve props for all of that shit so kelly your yours is also willa you could have done without yeah she's definitely the top yeah okay so if you had let's see out of the three no four four vehicles which would you want to drive would you want to drive constance's pink car do you want to drive the jeep the blue truck 
or the squad car? If that your vehicle of choice, which one would you choose? I'd probably go for the Jeep. Nice. Me too. Even though I love the blue truck as a character. Yeah, it's not me though. Yeah, I'm more of a Jeep person. I drive a pickup in real life, so I would just go for that pickup. Though part of me would definitely take the the cruiser for a joyride, lights and sirens. Mm. With bunny in the back. <clears throat> Screaming and banging on the plexiglass. Doing some donuts. That that would be, I would choose that if she was in the back and I could torture yeah. her. Yeah, doing donuts and just, just mm-hmm. flipping out. Yeah. Yep. Casey wanted to say to you guys, because I was like, all right, you have any message for the girls? And she just wanted to thank you both for being like so welcoming and supportive and so interactive and fun on Twitter. And she can't wait to be able to listen and interact with you guys. Ooh. Okay, tell Casey that we I am excited for her to finish watching so that she and I can talk about why not. But like say it in a way so it's not spoilery because I know you guys haven't gotten to the episode where she get where Nicole gets shot and there's the drama of she may or may not live for like a split second. Right. We don't want to spoil that because Obviously, you want that to be a genuine reaction, but just let her know that I'm excited for her to catch up so that we can talk stuff. Right. Just talked in general because there's so much that's spoilery. Yeah. To have her on our show. Yeah. She's a hoot. We did have some Twitter questions if you guys are interested. Oh, my gosh. Okay. One was from Mayra. I don't know. M-A-I with a little slashy over it. R-A. An accent. (laughs) Yep. Mayra? (laughs) Maybe. I almost said an umlaut, but that is not right. No, that is not what that is. No. Um, her Twitter handle handle is Ruckennachen. Well, that even makes it easier for you to pronounce. Yep. She wanted to know our fave characters, which I think we just went over, and our favorite animals for pets. I don't know if she's referring to the characters as pets or our pets. Fave ships, which I think we went over. Yeah. And you're way hot. Kelly, yeah. what's your fave ship? Way hot. Like romantically? Yeah, I guess. Oh, what about what if Bunny and Nedley got together? Is that Should a ship already? Should we ship it? Should we oh my God. hashtag ship it? Should I would we not want to abuse him like that. Maybe he could turn her into like a more progressive person. I mean, maybe. Well, like well, the raw lust name? is just so strong that like <laughs> he converts her. What's the ship name? Bunley. Bunley? Bunley. <laughs> Ned, Casey sucks at this. I should have her do it. Uh, Ned. But she doesn't know who Bunny is. No. And she still thinks Nedley's like kind of a dick. He is kind of a dick in the first she season. That's kind of go back and forth. Okay. We have to answer these questions first. What was the other question? Oh, pets? Yeah. Your favorite animal? Pet animal? Personally? I guess. It doesn't specify. Dog. Always dog. Doggo. High fived. Yeah. Yes, dog. Only have one. That's what I would have. Same. Yeah. I have three dogs and a desert tortoise. Um, but yeah, always dog. I mean, I love cats. Don't get me wrong. But they don't like to ride in the car like a dog does. Dogs are just better. They're superior. Of course. And then fave ships. I mean, way hot for sure. I mean, I definitely don't ship why not romantically, but their friendship. Absolutely. Okay. Have I, can I ask you a question? Of course. Anytime. I'm not going to, I'm not going to force my beliefs on you, but have you listened to the why not romance episode of our podcast? I don't think so. Because, and I'm not saying it'll change your mind per se, but it's got a lot of good content. And Kelly actually was like, cause Kelly doesn't ship them romantically. Right? Mm-mm. No. But she said that a lot of the stuff that we talk about in that show, because we, I got, I got like academic papers or whatever, 
like I did research and she was like, you know, some of the stuff that the points that you've brought up and some of the stuff we've talked about, she's like, it's really kind of opened my eyes to the fact that they would be good together romantically. So, but they're just some friendships that can't do that. Well, Casey and I dated, we lived together, but we're, we're very similar, but yet different at the same time. So I think that like Winona and Nicole have like a similar mindset. Mm-hmm. that is their common ground but at the same time they have these other forces that just would never work i'm not saying that it wouldn't be super hot but i just don't think it could like sustain anything okay and i understand that and i i know that that's a lot of um people's beliefs especially like hardcore way hotters they don't even want to hear any other possibilities for nicole or waverly but and i, I could it. see rosita and winona together that I would be- can they just give us that say as it would be hot for sure I agree but I think their potential for an actual long-lasting relationship is less yeah but so is her and Doc I mean they're always going to have the heart tie but but they they weren't they're never going to give us that though because then it's just the biggest gay show ever they have to have something for other people why I don't know I don't know why Why? anyone will run a can't we just have a gay corner of the world that the straights don't touch we can hope someday <laughs> anyway again i'm not gonna force my beliefs on you but you it should sounds just like you're really trying no you should just open your mind i just want you to be open-minded and like oh my give god it a now you're calling me close-minded i've no. never been so insulted in my life no i'm not i'm just like open it like wider like stretch it like do some yoga for your mind and get it uh, make a little more space in i thought you were getting really dirty for a minute i there. thought so too i was like that's what she said <laughs> Do some um, kegels, get some lube, and open your mind. No, she just took it too far. Uh, okay, I'm just kidding. It's fine. I'm, I'm not going to – I know way hot is – You're not going to force me to be something I'm not by making me think of why not that way? No, yeah, I'm just saying, you know, like, give it a shot. I'll think about it. Just, yeah, listen to that episode. And what I'll... number is it? Ten. Wow, you I know that, that one. How yep, many episodes do you guys have? Sixteen full length. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Well, that's going up tomorrow. How many – how many months have you been doing this? Since what, August? August, since, since August uh, 2nd. August 2nd, we put the first one out. Okay, so we started at the end of October. So it's funny that we're both kind of like in the same time frame as when we started. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to move on. Just keep your do mind. Do more questions? Yes, we do. We have another one from okay. AJ. Of course, AJ. Holla. Oh, you got a holla, AJ. Kelly, can I get a disgruntled groan from you, please? <sighs> there we go. <laughs> Just keep, just put that on a loop. So AJ asked, did any of you ever think your shows would become fan favorites? Question mark. Oh my God. Um, Are we fan favorites? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Are we? I don't think we are. Are we? I don't know. The fact that we have more than 10 listens and people interact with us is like more than expectations that I had. And then people who have been doing this longer are always like, you don't look at the numbers as long as you're having fun. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. I want to be a fan favorite, but I don't think we are. No, I don't think we are either. Okay. But thank you. That makes me yeah. feel good. Thank you, okay, AJ. back to the question. Was that the no, question? How do we yeah, feel? Yeah, that was about- the question. How Did you think any of your shows would become fan favorites? And then also AJ said, will you please leave the editing to Anne? Oh, shit. I can't. Uh, this is I like mean, a sure. really do, long edit now. Do you, no way. Do you want that? No way. <laughs> We've been AJ talking thinks, for like two hours. Yeah, I mean, AJ I'm, I'm happy to send you the file. Shit. AJ's picking on your editing. Is that why AJ's your nemesis? Uh Yes. Oh. AJ, have you ever edited a bunch of talking between two friends before? 
blanket or dragger. The coughing and cats in the background and... 30-minute rants about why you should open your mind about why not. I feel really bad for Kelly right now, quite honestly, (laughs) because there's a lot of stuff in this episode that you guys are never going to hear. Yep. Unless Unless we release another BS episode. You guys have to stop releasing BS and do like a Patreon or something. Why? We 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 both need to get better about this this empire we're creating with all of our fans. Empire. Stop giving them all this gold. Nobody would pay was for that. Was that gold? <laughs> right. Was that really gold? I don't. That was such trash conversation. The heart <laughs> wants what it wants, and sometimes the fans just want trash. All right. Do you have anything else? Fame has clearly gone to all of our heads. We Obviously. sound really. <laughs> encouraging and positive about our our fandom oh my god do you think people are writing fanfic about us oh my god i hope so (laughs) please it's like where the predator becomes the prey like where the fans become become the object of obsession oh that's creepy I, i don't think i want that for us what's our fanfic about I don't know. Okay. Long nights editing. <laughs> I come in to rub your shoulders because I know it's tense and you're hunched over the screen. Yeah, because you live on the, the West Coast. Oh, my God. Your biggest clickbait of, I don't know if it was on Twitter or what it must have been, was that whole shut up and kiss already one. <laughs> I for sure was like, whoa, whoa, what? What is that? happening because I don't listen to yours sequentially because I still have to catch up so I'll just like click around and pick one that I haven't played yet so I was like whoa are are they a thing were they a thing what is happening here I, I like just that mystery that the soundbite was Janie's wife telling us to shut up and kiss already it was very well played <laughs> I hope people are writing fanfic about us. And listen, it doesn't matter that I live on the West Coast. In fanfic, there is no boundaries. So I could definitely be giving you a shoulder rub while you're editing, okay? Okay. Gosh. I'm just creeped out for you right now, Kelly. Thank you. You're not even romantically involved in that. I'm just like, (laughs) I have to tell you, this pandemic has been great for me because I don't like people touching me to begin with. Same. I never have to hug someone else in my life or shake their hand. I mean, I think... We can all agree as a society that we should never shake hands again. It's disgusting. Absolutely. I can't even without wanting to hurl. Here's the thing. If I I never have to like go to a social gathering ever again, I will be okay with that. Same. No, (laughs) because like there's some stuff. Once I get there, I'm fine. It's the whole like getting there. But no, we're going to go to conventions. It's going to be great. Okay, I retract my statement. If I never have to go to a social gathering that is outside my circle of interests again. Exactly. If you never have to go to a bar somewhere with people that you have to try to figure out what your common ground is. And so you have to fish around by talking about nonsensical things until you find the one subject that they bite on Mm -hmm. ever again. That would be great. Please. But I could wear a mask forever and never touch other people that I don't intimately care about. Same. For the rest of my life. It's great. I love it. Yeah. So there's that silver lining that nobody asked for in the podcast. We have to live off of silver linings right now. And Winona Earp. And Winona Earp. Okay. And fun on Twitter. Yeah. Did you have anything else, Kelly? I had some questions written down, but we don't have to do that. No, ask your questions because you didn't talk very much. So people have to know you're there. (laughs) I know. I was like, are you alive? (laughs) I'm I'm dead. (laughs) 
I'll just be like, I'm actually like, I'm just Anna like watching. Show. I have different headphones on. I'm watching a TV show. No, right. We're done. And like, it never hangs up because Kelly's just dropped dead on the other end of the line. She went and took a poop. <laughs> she never knew. <laughs> calling in groceries. I did not stay sexy and I got murdered. Oh no. You didn't lock your goddamn door. No, that's locked. What are your questions? Okay, so I have one that pertains to the show, and then I have two that are just, like, really out there weird questions that I like asking people when I first meet them, because I think it tells a lot about their personality. Ooh, getting into my psyche. So the question about the show is, who's your favorite villain? Okay, what are we counting a villain? Like, every Revenant, every... Every Revenant, Bolshar, the Widows, uh, any, like, demon... I guess. Okay. Well, I have two. I think Jack the Ripper, definitely, Mm -hmm. just because serial killer. And he was just so freaking creepy. Like the other ones are scary, but he was just so real life creepy. Mm -hmm. So for sure him. And then Bobo. Like, Mm -hmm. I love Bobo, but I hate Bobo at the same time. Yes. So many things that just make my skin crawl. Just so icky. And, oh, gross. Just, ew, too far, Bobo, too far. But that's what makes him so good. Mm -hmm. He's a villain that you love to hate. Yes. I don't even know if I root for him. Like, you know, like, I don't know if you ever watched Dexter, but, Mm -hmm. like, I love bad guys that you kind of hope they get away with things (laughs) because they're so smart. Like Hannibal Lecter. You have to appreciate how smart he is. Dexter, stuff like that, where you're kind of like, oh, he's a bad guy. And I know this is wrong, but he's really good at what he does. So you have to admire that. Bo is just like really good at being bad. Mm-hmm. That's so gross. So gross. I mean, that's a child. Well, it was a child. Like that whole yeah. thing gets icky. And then when he sucks on the bottom of Clutie's shoe and some of the things he says to Winona are just like so gross. Yeah. But that's what makes him so bad. My irrelevant questions are, if you were a bird, what kind of bird would you be? Bird. I think I would be, I would like to think I would be this bird, but I don't know if I really would, but I would definitely be, want to be a crow because they are so smart Mm -hmm. and they recognize people and they'll bring you gifts. Mm -hmm. They're They're all so associated with murder and they hang out with in groups called murders so exactly so there's the the murdering everything comes back to being a murderino it's true but yeah i think a crow what about you guys did i pass did i pass your psychological profile i mean there's really no pass or fail Mm -hmm. she just knows everything about you now right she's (laughs) like we're gonna hang up and she's gonna be like oh my god Janie, we're never talking to her again A crow is a great answer. Okay, good. good. So I always choose a falcon for myself. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I also like birds of prey. Mm -hmm. Like anytime I see a hawk, I get really excited. And one of those weird people who's like, oh my God, look, look a hawk. And I'll just watch it forever. Yeah. Janie, did I not just text you about a hawk the other day? Yeah. You're like, (laughs) there was a hawk on my hike. It was so cool. (laughs) Any giant bird like always has my attention. I don't know enough about birds to like, other than like outwardly look. You're I not have a no, bird nerd? I'm not a bird nerd. Oh, it's um, fun. And I would just like go with a blue jay because I think they're pretty. Okay. You can pick a bird on color. That's fine. I've always liked blue jays. Just says everything they're kind of assholes. But... Well, I'm kind of an asshole. Yeah. Oh, what, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like what we have here, the scrub jays, they're total jerks, yeah. but they're gorgeous. And I kind of like that about them. That's me. I'm gorgeous. I'm a gorgeous jerk. <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> 
I heard you trying not to laugh in the background. You beautiful jerk. Okay, what's your next question, Kelly? Okay, so it's along the same lines. If you were a dinosaur, what kind of dinosaur would you be? I don't know a lot about dinosaurs. I don't know that I even really like dinosaurs. I can't imagine even being around one. I think it's the most frightening <laughs> thing in the world. Probably one of those small scrappy ones, like a velociraptor, maybe. It's a good choice. Like I'm tiny, but I mean, yeah, I could get really mean if I needed to. Yeah, that's also my choice because I'm also tiny. I want to be the one that spits poison. That's Isn't that a velociraptor? No. No. The one that flares out, it's like Nick. It's like from Jurassic Park. Oh. Yes, because it looks cute, but it's dangerous. A retacoractyl. <laughs> For real. You just made that up. No, it's called a retacoractyl. That's fake. For real. Give it a goog. <laughs> <laughs> Put it in the goog. I love that you say it. You refer to it as Google. Like, I want a sticker that says, give it a goog. Give it a goog. She's been texting me that constantly. <laughs> it in the old goog the fact that casey legitimately thinks we can put constance clutie's spells into google translate and it'll translate it is one of the most joyful things to me like (laughs) the way she refers to herself is basically amish on twitter and (laughs) i mean not that i'm the most tech savvy or social media savvy but i don't know it brings me so much joy to make fun of my friend like that in the nicest way possible she um calls it tweeter which is great so yeah the tweeter so validated the tweeters and give it a goog i love it so funny anything else ladies any other animals you want to ask us about i mean i could talk about animals forever but did you ever decide what next reptile you're gonna get i'm looking at a hognose snake a snake yeah, a hog nose snake. Do you think spiders are gross and people should not have them as pets? We have a tarantula at work. Ew. We have yes. Leanne Rose hair. Something rose. She's got like a reddish. She's gorgeous. Yeah, those are pretty. Um, See, Janie. And she's really cool. Just put some some evergreen branches in there for her for Christmas. I'm sure she's really Aww. enjoying it. Her name's Cleo, but it's nice not because okay. they don't want to be held. That's mm-hmm. not like... They're terrestrial beings, so they don't expect to be picked up or anything. So she's just really kind of fun to admire. What about like a jumping spider? They're so cute. Outside. But they jump. Anything that jumps should not be on Earth. Okay. A lot of things jump. Humans jump. Well, they shouldn't. They should put their feet (laughs) on the ground. She's like, (laughs) she is really a simp for gravity. (laughs) Yeah, so I don't want to be in an airplane. It's not natural. Everything on Earth is trying to bring that plane down. That's my doomsday. Wah, wah, wah. All right. So I think we're done here. We covered a lot. I hope you guys enjoyed the crossover that you guys have been screaming for ever since we started interacting on Twitter. I want to thank Anne. This has been really fun. Thanks for having me. I hope that Casey can come on someday, but since you can't behave yourself, it's probably not going to happen for a long time. Listen, if you give me rules and guidelines, I can follow them. Okay, but... next, next time on our podcast and we'll lay the ground rules. Right, exactly. So, yeah, we can't wait to have Casey on and we would love to guest on your show. I, I would. I'm not going to speak for Kelly. Yeah, of course. I would like to. <laughs> we we and... bring Kelly kicking and screaming. We drag her into it. Right. Taper to a chair. You guys remember when they used to duct tape people to walls? Yes. Yeah. That's going to be you. (laughs) Yeah.
but like to the back of the door so that we can still get in, it, in and out and you're just swinging dun 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 yeah <laughs> but yeah this was really fun and we definitely we made ourselves officially family i've been calling you our sister podcast really yeah well like you know so like we've just high-fived yeah we we just did the equivalent of a high five. Oh my god i'm gonna cry which no, is in french no i'm not gonna cry <laughs> <laughs> I don't cry that often, okay? Crying's good for you, you guys. I like do. how we've established just by saying it so that Janie's a crier. In it's this Fanon. Episode. It's Fanon. Yeah. <laughs> it's now a thing. It is now a thing in fandom, in, in our Fanon. No, so we did it. We made it official. We are po- we're in a podcast family. We're podcast sisters. Podcast official. We are podcast official. So, but I want to thank everybody for listening and for asking for us to do this because it's content we know you want to see. So that makes our jobs really easy. And we can't wait to have Casey on. We can't wait to be on your guys' show. If you guys have any more questions for us, you can always hit us up on Twitter. Top Shelf Shenanigans is at TS Shenanigans or Anne and Casey's show, the uh, Why Not podcast is Why Not P on Twitter. You can go to their website at whynot.com. All of their episodes and stuff, you can leave them a voicemail. Our anchor page is anchor.fm forward slash top shelf shenanigans. Give us listens, give us uh, shout outs, interact with us on Twitter. We love it. We love you guys. You've gone above and beyond our wildest expectations, at least for me and Kelly and and you were probably saying that it was really high. So no, they have not met them yet. So (laughs) help me and expectations, please, because we want her to stick around. (laughs) So I just wanted to thank you guys all for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed this. And uh, we're really excited for you guys to hear it again. Thanks, Anne, for coming on. Thanks, girls. I'll see you on the tweeters on the tweeters. And I usually sign off with a little why not pun, but we really didn't cover why not too much. So I'm just going to say as erpers, as a community, just remember to love each other and take care of each other. Okay. Bye. Bye. Wear a mask. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) That was perfect. Perfect.